0: Today's edition of the Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by Binbreeze. If you have fruit flies in your kitchen, you're doing it wrong. Visit binbreeze.ca for more details. Have you checked out the Capital Daily's Facebook page? If not, you're missing out. Stay up to date with all the latest news from Victoria, Vancouver Island and BC, as well as the latest in-depth articles from the experienced Capital Daily team. Simply search for Capital Daily on Facebook and be sure to join more than 8,000 people in hitting the like button to never miss a post. Hi, I'm Ben Waterworth, and welcome to the Capital Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. And the podcast
1: building rapport is really important when having this kind of conversation people aren't going to open up if we aren't vulnerable first and have a bit of a connection going with them so that, that really is one of our main goals is, is creating a bit of a connection with
0: guests we continue our chat with obstacle calls podcast hosts Andrew Langford and John Close about their unique podcasts and how they use their show to help people use obstacles in their daily life to create a path to greater fulfillment Two weeks ago on the capital daily podcast we continued our weekly segment highlighting local podcasts and content creators in and around victoria vancouver island and bc by chatting with andrew and john from the obstacle course podcast
1: hey everyone john and andrew here welcome to the podcast on today's episode filling in the gaps anxiety attack gone wrong and peace by the river this is obstacle course
0: Here we go. In part one of our chat, both Andrew and John discuss how the podcast came about, what the purpose of their show is, and just why it means so much to cover the topics that they do. And in part two of our chat today, they continue to go into more detail about their show, and as you'll hear right now, tell us just how tricky it can be to approach guests to come on and open up to them. I can imagine the approach to the guests can sometimes be tricky, because... As you were saying, ultimately, they maybe want to finally share some of these stories that they've never told even their closest friends and family. But tackling this in the beginning, is is that the most difficult part when you do approach a guest to try and get them to come on and open up to the extent that they ultimately do? Yeah, it can be. As
1: you say, building rapport is is really important when having this kind of conversation. Um, People aren't going to open up if we aren't vulnerable first. Um, and, and have a bit of a connection going with them. so that, that really is one of our main goals is, is creating a bit of a connection with guests and, and making them feel safe to be able to share share these kind of topics. Um, so I mean as, as you probably noticed, we we aren't like super serious, dark people in general. <laughs> um, we, we do like to have a good time um, and, and strike that balance between you know, being respectful but also, um, making people feel good about about sharing um, and, you know, knowing that they're doing it for the right reasons. I think that's a, a big part of it is people are willing to do it when they know that others are listening who might have encountered a similar struggle because we, we all encounter adversity day to day. Um, yeah. And if we remind people that, you know, they're, they're doing this for, for a great reason um, to help other people Overcome their own challenges. Uh, that that I think helps draw out that that uh, tough conversation.
0: Are there any topics you've yet to cover that you're really hoping to get to one day?
2: That is a great question. And the reason why I say that is because yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, the answer is yes.
1: <laughs> we would like to get Bonnie Henry on. At yeah, some so
2: we did if- email her. Yeah, and she's apparently busy. I
0: don't. Know. <laughs> okay, but seems like thing. she's blowing us off. Right. No. She, uh, yeah. She's not busy at all. It's all show, isn't <laughs> it? Right. She just kind of, you know, goes in front of the camera, pretends to be busy, but secretly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But Yeah. No. Th- those kind of, like, you know, in all seriousness, that that would be a fascinating conversation. I mean, to say that she's been, you know, dealing with a bit of a obstacle is uh, is a maybe the biggest understatement um but but yeah i mean f- for us like andrew said what drives us is curiosity and i'm sure it's the same with you ben like i, I was surprised to find out you have like what 12 podcasts that you host or something yeah, like that today I maybe
0: mean, more tomorrow i can't remember
2: more, more than that yeah. but it's amazing and i think that's probably the one thing that that connects us both is is curiosity and so w- we just tend to have our antennas up our, our eyes open our ears open and, and if we if we hear or come across a story that we're curious about, um, then then we'll just get a hold of the person. So it's, we don't have like a list of topics and then go look for the people who fit those topics. It's more just having having open minds and stories and, and uh, curious hearts. And if we see something that connects, then we'll we'll message someone or they'll message us.
0: The thing I love talking to other podcast hosts about is that passion for podcasting once you get involved. You you mentioned how both of you didn't really have any background in podcasting. It turned into what it has today. But how have you found that now that you're almost 70 episodes in? And I mean, it comes a bit of an addiction, I can imagine. All of a sudden, your spare time is built around finding guests, getting them to come on the show, recording, editing, that sort of thing. How have you found the whole experience with the podcast world?
1: Yeah, it, it has been a huge learning opportunity for us. Um, it, it is a lot of work and, and we're not doing it uh, to make money. And and one of the first questions a lot of people ask is, like, oh, how do you make money from, from this? Mm-hmm. Because they understand how much work it is putting it together. We're like, if you know, please tell us. Yeah. But I mean, we, we both have businesses that are operating successfully and, and, and that's you know, what we do to make money. And this is really just to to do more than that. So, um, it, it has been a a lot of learning and really the, the impact for us has been the the opportunity to have these incredible conversations with super inspiring people. And, and that's enough of a reward, both being in the room for those conversations and hearing the feedback from people, um, when we put it out there, that it's made a difference in their lives. Um, it's, uh, yeah, that that's good enough. It, it's that's payment enough for all the the time doing the editing and and um, doing the marketing and um, reaching out to guests. It's it's absolutely worth it.
0: And for you, Andrew, you also get a podcast studio made for you by your mum, right? That's that's got to be a positive. Totally, yeah. I, I get
1: to see my mum a little bit more often because she's given up um, one spare room in her home for us to convert into the the podcast studio, which we are currently sitting in. Fantastic. And Judy
2: makes me
0: peanut butter cookies every week. Oh, well, there you go. Added bonuses. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. Mums are the best, aren't they? I mean, how, how has the show fared out there? I mean, how have you found the feedback, the, the listenership kind of things like that?
2: You know, I think, I think that the first year um, was, was fairly steady in terms of like, you know, if you want to talk about things like downloads and engagement and stuff, um, Andrew and I really feel like uh, this we sort of turned a corner with just our focus a little bit in terms of length of episodes, uh, the kind of conversations we want to have, maybe not having, you know, such long-winded narcissistic intros that we had had before (laughs) Um, and stuff like that. And I just think it's like anything you start, you know, you get better and it grows as you do. And so, You know, as of late, like the last number of months, we've had really, really high engagement. We've started to actually like, you know, make some lists on iTunes and the downloads are quite steady now um, and and, and growing every week. And so it's it's, I feel like we've turned a corner and, and I think that's just anything you start. You just get better at it and you get more succinct.
0: And you get to know who you are and who you're not. And you chase that. That's been the mantra of the Edmonton Oilers for the last few seasons. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Well done. Yeah, I've I've heard that. Uh, The website for the show is obstaclecourse.com. There's also a blog on there too, which people can check out. But anywhere else uh, people can find the show and, and get connected with you guys?
2: Well, Ben, don't go to ObstacleCourse.com because it's actually ObstacleCoursePodcast.com. That is very <laughs> correct.
0: Yes. Yeah, see, there you go. That's, uh, that, that's what happens with podcasts. For me. No, yeah. That's, I was making sure you're on the ball because I could have edited that out and uh, created, you know, it's a, an illusion that I never make mistakes in the show. But hey, you've got, to, <laughs> you've got to air these every now and then, right? Yeah. We've, we've gotten our own website Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <we got> it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure obstaclecourse.com is a great website too, but uh, maybe yeah. add the podcast to it and it might help them out listening to your show. So, yes. <laughs> One of the
1: things that we've done and has really created a lot of community engagement in, in the last few months is, um, is a Facebook group that's the, the Obstacle Course community. Uh, people can find it through the Obstacle Course podcast Facebook page. Um, It is, it's a closed group, but anyone um, who puts in a request and and then is respectful when they're in the community is is welcome to join. Um, And and yeah, so that's a great way of interacting with past guests and just furthering the conversation and and really upping the engagement. And um, we're doing a lot of cool stuff on there and, and sharing articles and posts and just having conversations. So that's um, that's a really good way of, if you're interested in this topic, even if you don't listen to any episodes, um, you can be a part of that and and just, yeah, join in the conversation and, and maybe get inspired that way.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, as I say, every week to each of our guests, we'll be keeping a very close eye on the show and how things go for you because this really has been a fascinating insight into a, a very fascinating show so again really appreciate both your time on the show today best of luck and i look forward to tuning in to the battle of alberta episode on the obstacle course podcast at some point no doubt in the future totally yeah the
1: battle might be over pretty quick if the others don't get their act together yeah well we will we
0: got a couple of the best
2: players in the world they'll, they'll bring us through
0: and again you've worst. been saying that a season <laughs> gretzky's long gone over it guys please yeah. get over it <laughs> And tune in next week as we bring you another fascinating interview with another fascinating content creator. And if you are a local content creator who would like to have the opportunity to share it is what you are doing, send me an email at ben for your chance to be interviewed on the show. Coming up, all the day's news, plus your weekly dose of weird and wonderful Australian news. Next bring one of vancouver island's most revolutionary inventions to your kitchen a compost powder devised by a uvic team of scientists and entrepreneurs Bim breeze uses bc wood waste and rare earth minerals to eliminate odors and fruit flies from kitchen compost bins their compost powder is available in lavender unscented and now holiday visit binbreeze.ca for more details News now and the Federal Department of Fisheries and Oceans has determined that 18 fish farms near Campbell River pose a low enough risk to Fraser River Salmon that they can remain open until at least December. The decision came two days ahead of a deadline laid out in the Cohen Commission of 2012 which recommended that those farms be shut by September 30th 2020 unless it could be proven they pose minimal risk. Last week, a coalition of 101 First Nations, along with tourism operations and commercial and sport fishing groups, called for the farm's removal. The call followed studies showing that farms underreported sea lice, that many farms had unacceptably high levels of lice, and that most wild salmon in the region are infected. The man behind the wheel in a Nanaimo Mall truck rampage has been sentenced. Joshua Schaefer was sentenced to a further 499 days behind bars for dangerous driving in a January truck incident, as well as a prior incident of dangerous driving. After arguing with his brother, the 37-year-old ran the country Club centre shopper's drug mart he had dropped him off at, as well as two other cars and another more wall. Witnesses at the time described a huge crashing noise like an explosion, with one man having to escape through the back of his own vehicle when Schaefer crashed into him. Schaefer will be prohibited from driving for three years after his release. And a slight majority of likely voters intend to cast their vote by mail. 29% of BC residents surveyed in a new research co-poll indicated intent to vote by mail, compared to 28% planning to vote in person. Mail in intent rose to the low 30s on the island and among older voters. In addition, 90% of respondents reported confidence in elections BC to oversee the 2020 election. And before we go today, it's time for you to get a little bit of news from my homeland down under, which as always means that this must be played just makes me want to smile and give each of you a Vegemite sandwich. Last week I told you the story of a woman who woke up to find a snake biting her head, and this week I have a story about another woman who thought this time she had been bitten by a snake only to find out it was something completely different. According to ABC Australia, Cerise Woodfield walked out into her backyard in Longreach in Queensland in only a pair of flip-flops, or as us Aussies would call them, thongs, and suddenly felt an excruciating pain in her foot. Immediately assuming she had been bitten by a snake, Cerise rushed to the nearby hospital where it was soon discovered she was actually bitten by a venomous centipede. What made the situation even more unique was the fact that 10 minutes later, another patient arrived with exactly the same symptoms and was also soon discovered to have been bitten by another centipede. According to the collection manager for arachnids at the Queensland Museum, Owen Seaman, the two incidents likely occurred due to recent rainfall in the central west of Queensland, which would have caused the centipedes to emerge. Seaman said that centipedes would move to higher ground if there was significant rain that flooded their homes, and that big centipedes, like all centipedes, have a pair of what is called poison claws right underneath their head, which can give a person a mighty pinch that certainly can hurt. Now, I spent 31 years of my life in Australia. I learned all about pretty much anything and everything that can bite you, sting you, and even eat you. And I don't think I ever learnt about a centipede being able to do any of those, which just goes to show that even us Aussies can be baffled from time to time about our very baffling wildlife. And that's it today for the Capital Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. Tune in tomorrow as we chat with new Victoria Symphony CEO, Matthew White, about the challenges faced by the symphony during the current pandemic and how they will be conducting their upcoming season. That's tomorrow on the Capital Daily Podcast. My name is Ben Waterworth, and as I say in Australia, never pass a mozzy. Thanks for tuning in, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Today's edition of the Capital Daily Podcast is brought to you by Bin Breeze. If you have fruit flies in your kitchen, you're doing it wrong. Visit binbreeze.ca for more details. Have you checked out the Capital Daily's Facebook page? If not, you're missing out. Stay up to date with all the latest news from Victoria, Vancouver, Island, and BC, as well as the latest in-depth articles from the experienced Capital Daily team. Simply search for Capital Daily on Facebook and be sure to join more than 8,000 people in hitting the like button to never miss a post.